Bay Volunteer State. It's time to join the nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and VolQuest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Breaking news and giving expert analysis. For the next hour, Chris and Austin will take your calls on college athletics around the SEC and the nation. College football, basketball, special guests, recruiting, and more. The nation. Hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group. Celebrating 30 years and the number one lender in the state of Tennessee. Learn more at MIGonline.com. By Texas Roadhouse, your home for legendary food and legendary service. 12 area East Tennessee restaurants. By Marathon. Want to get a full tank of freedom? Stop by your neighborhood Marathon station. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit. By Blue Bunny Ice Cream. Available in Neyland Stadium and Thompson Bowling Arena. By Tennessee LASIK Associates. Proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with Tennessee LASIK and by Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light, made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Distributed across the volunteer state by Cherokee Distributing. The Nation is also brought to you by... Welcome to the nation. It's a rainy Sunday night here in East Tennessee. I'm Chris Lowe with Austin Price. It's rainy outside, but Austin, for my money, the most joyous time of the year. Christmas coming up later this week on Wednesday. And I hope everyone that's listening tonight, and we certainly appreciate you tuning in on Sunday night, spending part of your Sundays with us, uh, has planning to get some little family time, if you haven't already, and uh, family coming in, and I hope you got your shopping done because it's a madhouse out there around the mall. I know you got your shopping done, AP, about two months ago. Yeah, we start in January, so we try to wrap it up by March. So uh, when Easter rolls around, Christmas shopping's done. No, I'm joking. Um, no, you're right. It's a great time of year, and uh, the big guy all dressed in red will be coming down the uh, old chimney here in a couple of days for all the kids, and uh, it'll be a good uh, as, 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 as a father, probably one of the you know you know just one of the neatest things is is watching your kids you know come down the steps. Oh yeah, it's great. You know, uh, you give it about give me about two more years and then I'm gonna be yelling go back to bed. <laughs> but right now I'm like you know if they get up at four a.m. to go see what Santa brought them, let's go. Yeah, I, I think my kids got up one year about two thirty or three. And we sent them back to bed. That's a little early. I, I had a friend of mine growing up who who actually got up before Santa even came one night. That's not good. <laughs> not good but uh I, and we all have our own traditions everybody has their tr- christmas traditions i love love going to uh candlelight communion uh christmas eve service over at cokesbury where we go to church and then going meeting dear friends mike and anna russell for dinner on christmas eve night and then where christmas, you go for dinner wasabi but it's a uh it's always a great uh, great to, to, to be with friends and family and we as i say we appreciate you spending part of your Sunday evening with us. We're going to have a lot of recruiting information tonight. Going to maybe get uh, to talk with one of Tennessee's key signees. We're going to talk with Rob Lewis, your colleague at VolQuest, in the second segment. Uh, 
Big news, not great news, obviously, for Tennessee on the basketball front. Lamonte Turner's career is over. He's going to have season-ending shoulder surgery. That shoulder has plagued him for much of the last two years. You could really see it in the way he was playing his shot. It almost looked painful to watch him shoot the basketball. And um, he sat down with his family, decided he said on Friday before the game on Saturday night, on, on Saturday that that would be his last game. He was going to have season-ending surgery. So Tennessee now, um, it's a tough blow. Tough blow for him, but tough blow for this Tennessee basketball team. Losing your senior point guard uh, a third of the way into the season and, and going to have to play the entire SEC season sort of feeling your way through with that position. You are, and you're going to uh, need somebody to step up. Now, with that said, though, I, I do think that the – the one perk to this is is you're going to have a fully healthy body out there, and that's something you've not had out of Lamonte, and that's not his fault. You know, he gutted through it. He's shown toughness, shown perseverance until he could uh, gut through it no more. And, uh, you know, but you will. You just won't have the experience, and you won't have that kind of dagger mentality from a, uh, a guy that had no conscience, you know, didn't matter if he was – 50 for 50 or 0 for 50. When he took that shot with the game on the line, he thought he was going to make it. And, uh, you know, you'll, you'll miss out on that, that trait, but uh, you will be more healthy than you've been at that spot. Obviously, they've got Vescovi, uh, the uh, young man, the you know, coming over from Australia, the you know, originally from Uruguay, um, can play some point guard. Rick said before the weekend that uh, he was highly unlikely that you know, he would, you know, play this year. But, you know, after Lamonte's out, I mean, does that not change things just a little bit? I don't think he's going to come in and start. But no. can he give you a few minutes a game just to spell some guys? I think it might be the wise move. We'll ask Rob, uh, Rob Lewis of Alquest, who does a fantastic job covering that Tennessee basketball team, going to join us in the second segment. We thank you wherever you're listening tonight for tuning in. We certainly want to thank our presenting sponsor, Mortgage Investors Group, for helping bring you the nation each and every week. As a first-time home buyer. Are you applying for your first home loan? You know, that seems like a daunting task sometimes, but don't worry. Mortgage Investors Group will be here every step of the way. Let our experts help you get started on the path to home ownership. Are you feeling stuck on where to go for mortgage advice? Go to MIG's website, MIGonline.com, to chat with a licensed home officer online and get moving today towards your home buying goals. Mortgage Investors Group is committed to helping Tennesseans fulfill their, their dreams of home ownership. Their mortgage experts will find and structure the home mortgage that best fits your needs and achieves your goals. Mortgage Investors Group wants to be your home loan lender. Are you buying a new home? Uh, maybe you just need to lower your home loan payment. Need to pull out some cash maybe out of the equity in your home loan. Let Mortgage Investors Group work for you. Go to MIGonline.com for the office near you. Equal housing lender, license 109 10-91-11. Tennessee returns. Rick Barnes' team returns to the court this coming Saturday, a home game against Wisconsin before jumping in to SEC play the following Saturday against LSU. So it's uh, been a tough, you know, and they have scheduled the last couple of years pretty difficult. Been a tough uh, non-conference schedule for Tennessee, and, and even before Lamonte's injury, you could tell this team was still in the in the process of trying to find itself. Uh, much different team than we saw last year. No Grant Williams, no Admiral Schofield makes a big difference. And without question, when this team does not shoot it well from the perimeter, uh, and now you're going to scratch out, scratch off Lamonte. Of course, he had not shot well, period. And you, we, I think we know a big reason why now with his shoulder. 
uh, it's going to be awfully difficult. And they've got to find different ways to get points. And they're going to have to have some of the young players step up and not play like freshmen the rest of the way. That's going to be big. And, and find some – and probably be a little bit more creative in, in finding ways to get buckets. Because last year in the half court, AP, you, know, it was all, you could always dump it inside or dump it there at the, at the elbow to Grant Williams and he could make something happen. But watching this team the last couple of games – against better teams in the half-court offense has been painful at times. Well, and they've tried to go through, uh, you know, John Fulkerson some, and that's just not his bread and butter. I mean, to me, he's he's a guy that's, a, you know, a nice role player, not a guy that, you know, de- 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 you know, dumping it down into, trying to depend on to kind of create at times. It's a basketball team that, that's lost its way a little bit, and part of that is the fact that, you know, Jordan Bowden's been in a bit of a slump. Well, obviously, DeMonte's been in a slump because he's been injured. Um, and, and then, you know, just they lost a ton of production from last year's team. I mean, it's not just, you know, Admiral and, and, and you know, Grant. I mean, it's Bone. Right. And, and, and it's Kyle Alexander lost down four low. He guys, without question. And you knew there was going to be a transition. Yep. You knew there was going to be that transitionary period. And I think you've seen him go through that. And it's made, it's been made even more difficult with Lamonte's injury and how limited he's been. And now he's gone completely from this yeah. basketball team. So, you're going to see it. And I think the fact that they have had a tougher schedule will help them. You know, you get Wisconsin this weekend. That ain't going to be an easy game. And then, as I said, you start with LSU the following Saturday. Boy, LSU took it on the chance. How, how about Steve Forbes and Jason Shea up there at East Tennessee State? Brooks Savage taking it to LSU and not only beating him, but beating him badly. Yeah, I mean, you know, and again, credit to, to, to Forbes and as he continues to do really good things up in Johnson City. And, uh, you know, whether it's here someday or somewhere else, he's going to make a great Power 5 coach sooner rather than later. Great story, too. And and there's a great story of somebody who was, you know, he got caught up on the whole Bruce Pearl thing. He and Jason Shea both did. Didn't pout, didn't point fingers. Went Juco for a little bit. I mean, and and made nothing, you know, made next to nothing. They they Alva Kamara did a little bit. Went Juco, found found their footing back. Back to what hooked up with Greg Marshall at uh, at Wichita State, and now here he is doing great things at East Tennessee State. I had a chance to spend a couple days with him last basketball season, and uh, they really got it going there. And, and proud of what he's done, proud of the way that they got themselves, picked themselves back up off the deck, uh, Forbes and Shea both, and done a terrific job. Uh, AP football recruiting it's it's and really you can say it's it's 24 7 but really is 24 7 now with the two signing dates tennessee just wrapping up it's early signing period started this past wednesday uh had a chance to go over on campus this past week and and talk a little bit to jeremy pruitt i know he was really really pleased with a couple things he feels like they got faster they got better in the open field, offensively and defensively. You've got, yeah. got to be able to make plays in the open field on both sides of the ball. feels like they've done that with this total class. And when, when you talk about this class, you talk about guys like Gibbs that you add to the mix. And sometimes we on the periphery forget about guys yeah. like that. Um, and the fact that they are um, they beat some teams, and I always say this, I know it's a cliche, but you got to beat the teams you have to beat on the field on the recruiting trail. Uh, and they were able to do that this class. You're right. They were, and uh, you know, I you know, I thought on signing day in particular, you went in with five realistic options that were not committed to you. You went five for five, and uh, you know, to obviously to add Tyler Barron was massive. Um, just you know, him being in, 
a local product, an in-state product. He's right around the top 100 player in the country. Um, and then to add Morvin Joseph as the cherry on top, and uh, Morvin will join us coming up at 6.30 to talk about his decision and why he picked Tennessee over Florida and Florida State. You know, you beat those two teams out for a kid from Lakeland. I mean, that's a, that's a Florida hotbed. And this year it was just not for the Gators. When you look at Kendall Dennis, Lakeland kid, went to Oklahoma. You know, Arian Smith went to Georgia. Obviously now Morvin Joseph to Tennessee. So, um, but when, when you're able to go into, you know, to what is a big Seminole Florida Gator hotbed and, and pull a kid out of there, it's a big win. And, uh, you know, it's a position of need as well because you lose Daryl Taylor. Um, you know, you lose those edge, you know, lose that edge pass rushing presence. To be able to add a guy like Morvin Joseph who really did well and one of Florida's biggest classifications speaks volumes. Well, it's no secret what you got to do at Tennessee if you're going to start winning an elite level game. It, it's pretty much the same blueprint that they had in the nineties. You, you got to be able to get the best players, obviously here, but you got to be able to go into Georgia and the Carolinas, going down into Florida. You're not going to go get six kids out of Florida every year, but you got to be able to get some. You got to be competitive in that state, and then you got to go in other foot, other southern footprints and get some guys. Maybe you go out west a little bit. Maybe you know, which they did that in this class. And, and go pick a guy here and there. But you certainly in the neighboring states have to make your hay. You, you Tennessee got, has, has done a better job of that the last year or two. Yeah, you've got to have a huge presence in Georgia. I think you've got to continue to work. You know, they did it a year ago with Tyus Fields, Quavaris Crouch in North Carolina. You, you, I think 2021 will be a much more North Carolina-dominated uh, target area for that class. So uh, – but, but you're right. You've you got to be able to go into Mississippi, you know. But that will right. get harder as Lane goes in there. Now, let's face it, you know, Alabama and LSU, they pull really good players out of Mississippi all the time that just won out of that state. Right. And so – A lot of good players. Um, that, that of the When you look at the SEC footprint, that state in a lot of ways may be as underrated as any of them. Yeah, I mean, Tennessee got a player in Jimmy Holiday that the, the staff has been salivating over for months. I mean, he is a – he is just a playmaker. I mean, when the, he's got the ball in his hands, he is really impressive. And, uh, you know, he'll start at quarterback, and they'll give him a shot there. Um, and then, of course, Tennessee obviously had, uh, you know, Harrison Bailey committed for the longest time at that position. So Tennessee ends up with two quarterbacks in that 2020 class. To this point, they've got four spots left that they'll try to fill out uh, as they work hard to flip a guy like Jay Hardy from Chattanooga. Uh, coming up in the February signing period. I tell you, you know, when you look at and, and everything, you don't know where you, where kids are going to play down the road. You project and like the holiday kid, they're going to give him a shot at quarterback. But you look at this class, there's potentially three receivers in this class, AP, that if they develop and have the right kind of work ethic and everything goes well for them, I think Tennessee fans here two, three years from now are going to like watching those kids play. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, I, they got, they got you know Jalen Hyatt out of you know Columbia, which is right there, in, you know, in Irmo, which is like the mall exit. Um, if, you, if you're familiar, we're going to Columbia, South Carolina. Um, you know, they they added a guy like Jimmy Callaway, who you know they got in on really early on. Chris, really credit to to Drew Hughes and the recruiting office for for doing a, a phenomenal job of evaluating early on because. After, you know, he committed to Tennessee, he added Oklahoma, he added Auburn, he added Florida. When you start adding those teams, you know, and you've been on, you're five months ahead of them, 
that speaks volumes about what kind of uh, you know evaluation group you've got going on over there. Yeah, well, you got to hey, you got to evaluate, you got to get them on campus, you got to close the deal, and you got to develop them. Recruiting, there's there's a lot of different yeah. facets to it. Let's go ahead and take our first break. We'll try to catch up with your colleague, my good friend Rob Lewis, here on the other side, and talk a little basketball, Tennessee hoops, where the balls go from here, what's important as they go forward and get ready now for SEC play. You're listening to The Nation. We're at the Texas Roadhouse here in Alcoa. We'll be back in just one minute. This Roadhouse is your home for legendary food and legendary service, 12 area East Tennessee restaurants. Are you hungry for a great deal? Texas Roadhouse features 11 early dine entrees for less than $10 on Mondays through Thursdays until 6 p.m. You can choose from the six-ounce sirloin, barbecue chicken, pulled pork dinner, and many other favorites. Bring in the whole family to enjoy kids' night at Texas Roadhouse. Visit TexasRoadhouse.com to find out the details about your favorite locations. Texas Roadhouse is your home for hand-cut steaks, fall-off-the-bone ribs, made-from-scratch sides and dressings, fresh-baked bread, ice-cold beer, and legendary margaritas. Down the field, Rocky Top, running through the tee. The Big Orange is steeped in tradition. Charlie, Ken, and now me, Kevin Frazier. Frazier's Carpet One is also steeped in tradition. Since 1953, Frazier's has been the name to trust in carpet, hardwood, luxury vinyl tile, and anything for your floors. Call us at 546-4850. We'll come to you. We'll make it easy. Everything for the floor from the tradition you trust more, Frazier's. When Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tunkin founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989, the idea was simple. Help people realize the American dream. 29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing lender. Mortgage License 109111. There's something out there for you and me And the American road is calling So what's it gonna be? Hey, it's an amazing day Traveling our own highway No matter where it leads us We can smile Cause it's leaning in the mind Marathon, fueling the American spirit Cheering on the basketball balls, you can generate a mighty powerful thirst. Be the all-star of your next hoops watch party by passing out some bottle cold Coors Light to your big orange teammates. It's the winning edge to any good time in Tennessee. Two great things that were made great for each other. Rocky Top and Rocky Mountain Cold Coors Light. Great beer, great responsibility. Distributed across Big Orange Country by Cherokee Distributing. To remind you when you crack open a cold Coors Light, remember to celebrate responsibly. And as always, 21 means 21. You're listening to The Nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of VolQuest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group. All right, welcome back into the show. This is Chris Lowe with Austin Price. We are at the Texas Roadhouse in Alcoa. Rainy Sunday evening. Appreciate you tuning on. Tonight, let's go to our good friend and your colleague, AP Rob Lewis of VolQuest, who covers that basketball team like none other. Rob, let me ask you first. You got any eligibility? Can you play some point guard? <laughs> I do not have any left, and I don't know that I could handle that anyway. But boy, what a what a pickle Tennessee finds themselves in here right before the start of SEC play. It did. Everybody knew Lamonte had been struggling with that shoulder. You could watch him; it almost looked painful to watch him shoot the basketball. And 
And he'd gutted it out now for over a year. But was there any inclination? Had you heard any anything that maybe he was to the point where he just was going to shut it down and have surgery? How much of a surprise was this? It was a big surprise. I mean, um, Rick talked yesterday about how he and Lamonte had a long talk Friday night about how, you know, with, with the way the shoulder was bothering him, the way he was having to fight through it, he was going to have to, you know, change some things up, try to find different ways to make an impact. And um, so, I mean, I, it sounds to me very much like Rick Barnes was, you know, trying to figure out ways to, you know, ease the burden on him to, to help Lamonte because um, the three-point shot was the most obvious uh, shortcoming. You know, Lamonte is a good shooter, has made some huge shots for this team and, and was shooting, you know, under 30% from long range. So I guess the next question becomes, Rob, who, who does this really put the onus on for Tennessee? Obviously, you know, uh, I mean, James the, is, you know the, the cliche answer is everybody's got to step up, but I think freshman Josiah James is the guy that's really in the crosshairs right now. Uh, the only guy on the team that, you know, is a is a real pure point guard. I mean, you know, Jordan Bowden can handle the ball for you. I think Devontae Gaines can do a little bit of that. But, you know, Josiah James is a five-star high school McDonald's All-American that played point guard. And, you know, I, I think Rick Barnes hands, hands him the ball and the keys to the offense now. So, Rob, obviously Rick's uh, downplayed uh, his uh, newest addition, Vascovi, uh, this past week. Do you think that changes – now that uh, Lamonte is kind of, uh, you know, rode off into the sunset here on uh, late in the dark of night, so to speak. Well, I mean, you, common sense would tell you that it's got to be something they at least look at. But I still, I mean, it's going to be impossible for him to come in and, and play quick. And you know, let's be honest, without Lamonte here, I mean, I don't know what the ceiling for this team is. Maybe an NCAA tournament. How much? How much difference is it really going to make? I mean, now, if if Vescovi comes in and just blows you away and is way more prepared than, than anybody ever thought, then sure. I, mean, I think they give him a chance. But I, I think it's just all about how the kid develops. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to – I would say they for sure will not put him in a tough spot. I mean, if he's not ready, then they're not going to waste the year. But is, is, again, it most it's, realistic, it's a, is it most realistic, Rob, to, to just say, hey, you're going to be a guy that can come in and spell us for a handful of minutes every night, or do you feel like that's wasting the eligibility? Well, I mean, I think it's probably wasting the eligibility if you're – I mean, this this is the Final Four team. This is an SEC championship team now. So, you know, just what what is out there for them to play for, and it would be worth you know playing this kid ten minutes a game for a team that you know maybe is headed for the NIT now. How much Rob losing Lamonte, and, and I know he struggled to shoot the ball some the last couple of games. How much does it hurt Jordan Bowden in his game not to have Lamonte? In there? I, I think it hurts. I mean, it, certainly it hurts Bowden because those two guys had great chemistry. I think you know just have been together for four years, just knew, you know, where each other wanted to be on the court, what they were likely to do, where they wanted the ball, that kind of thing. But it also puts a tremendous burden on Jordan, I think, to kind of come out of his shell a little or not, not his shell necessarily, but come out of his comfort zone a little bit, maybe be a little more confrontational with teammates when it's called for. Because um, Lamonte was a great leader, just a, a really strong presence in the locker room, had everybody's respect. Uh, and it was the kind of player that Rick Barnes knew was echoing, you know, his own sentiments, leading people the right way. And I tell you what else was really big for this team is Lamonte was very comfortable in that role of being a mentor for younger guys. And with four freshmen on this team, you know, four who were, were all playing, that that was a real asset. And and, the, and you know, George a great great teammate, but that's just not his personality. Like right. Lamonte was really really comfortable in that role. 
And he's probably going to, that's going to have to, as you said, probably going to have to become more of his personality because last year you had Grant, you had Admiral, and, and when, when guys like that move on, um, you know, you have to sort of change sometimes your identity. Where, where is this team going to get points, Rob? Where else, can, where else can this team, you know, we talked about, you know, James, but without Lamonte, and granted he'd not been shooting it well the last few, few games, but where else do you think they can generate and get points down the stretch? I mean, Jordan's really going to have to step up. I mean, it was a good sign that he, he scored 19 yesterday, uh, you know, three-pointers. He, he's going to have to start being selfish for sure. But um, and, and I don't know how much more you can get out of East Ponds and John Fulkerson. Those are two guys I think that have really upped their game this year. But, you know, I, I don't know that you're going to count on those guys to get 14 and 15 a night, but that's what Tennessee's going to need. for. Um, and th- they've been really efficient. Both those guys shoot around 60% from the field. But, you know, can they do that against – you know, Kentucky, LSU, Florida. Uh, you know, I don't know. They've, they've got to prove it. So, I mean, even with Lamonte in there, getting points in these last few games, you know, against good competition against Cincinnati, against Memphis, against Florida State, where they scored 56. Finding offense was already a struggle, and this certainly is not going to make it easier. Who can step up and be that? Is, is there a guy on this team? You know, I, I, we were talking about in the first segment, Rob. I said that, you know, whether Lamonte was 50 for 50 or over 50, if he took a shot with the, the clock winding down and late in the game, he thought he was going to make it. Is there, is there somebody that's got that kind of, you know, dagger to their personality? You know, probably the guy who I think is closest to Lamonte's personality on the team uh, from the outside looking in is Devontae Gaines, and he's just not ready for that role. You know, but, but he's – you know, as the saying goes, uh, you know, players are fun. He's he's a young kid that's got that dog in him for sure. He's um he's a battler. He's not going to back down from it. But again, that's you know that's not his game right now. So, I mean, there just aren't any easy answers. I mean, this was a real blow for Tennessee. Yeah, you you got Wisconsin coming up this weekend. Um, last game out of conference before the SEC slate begins. Um, what what will Tennessee need to do to get a win uh, at home against Wisconsin? Uh, I think they're going to have to rebound the ball better than they have the last couple games out against um, you know quality competition. Both Memphis and, and Cincinnati were, were plus ten on the glass. You know that's not something that where Lamonte adds is going to hurt you. I mean the guys at the post are going to have to step up. You know the leading rebounder on this team right now is Josiah James, which is not a great sign when when you're being led rebound by by a guard, and that to me has been a, a real shortcoming and. Defensively, you know, Wisconsin is not going to put up a bunch of points, but defensively, I think Tennessee is really going to miss Lamonte. I mean, he was by far their best on-ball perimeter defender, and that's going to be something that Rick's going to have to find some workarounds for. Yeah, he was just just so physical. Just was disruptive out there on the perimeter, no question, Rob. I I wonder you, you got your your finger on the pulse of this team emotionally and mentally. Where do you think this team is right now? With losing him and. You know they had a couple of tough losses, but you know they, you know, it's it's been a tough schedule too. So at least they go into the SEC, you know, haven't been battle tested. But where do you think emotionally this basketball team is right now? I mean, I don't think there's any question that that, that guys will be. I mean, I don't, I don't I don't know about rattled, but I mean it's gonna it's gonna leave a big hole. That is just I mean there's just nobody like Lamonte from a force of personality standpoint that can step in and, and you know fill his shoes. I mean he's the kind of guy that you know other players. They gain, you know, they gain confidence from being on the floor with him. You know, you know what I mean, Chris. You've seen kids like that. I mean, he's oh, just yeah. somebody that's never going to back down. Was a fierce competitor, and and that really rubbed off on guys. And you know, Jordan again, Jordan Bowden as the other, only other senior in the team. 
he's got to step up. And really, I mean, everybody does. You're talking about having eight scholarship players now. I've never, I don't, I don't think I've ever covered a team that's been up against it this way in terms of depth. Find out a lot about a lot of the kids on that team. Well, Rob, man, we appreciate it. It's, uh, it'll be interesting. The next two Saturdays, both at home, Wisconsin this Saturday, and then LSU to start SEC play the following Saturday. Um, a chance for Tennessee, at least at home, to maybe gather itself. We appreciate you spending some time with us tonight on The Nation, my friend. All right, thanks for having me, guys. Enjoy it. All right, Rob Lewis on the Vol Quest, breaking it down. Let's take our second break here at the Texas Roadhouse at Alcoa. A lot of celebrities in the house tonight. We'll uh, maybe go over who some of those are here in a little bit, but uh, we'll take our break here at the Texas Roadhouse and be back on The Nation in one minute. of Big Orange Merchandise. Touchdown at Hound Dogs in West Knoxville. Locally owned and operated. Hound Dogs is your one-stop shop for all things Big Orange. To find out more, text HD Radio to 64600. That's HD Radio to 64600. When it's time to get geared up for game day, just think Hound Dogs. This is Dr. Colby Stewart with Tennessee LASIK. It's been a privilege to partner with the Vols for over a decade. Tennessee LASIK has helped thousands improve their vision including VFL greats, Rajon Neal and Will Overstreet. Are you tired of wearing glasses or contact lenses? Visit TNLASIK.com or call 966-9182 to schedule your free consultation today. Tennessee LASIK wants you to see the Vols in 2020. Mortgage Investors Group is the number one residential mortgage lender in the state because they offer superior customer service and their mortgage professionals take pride in finding solutions personalized for you. As your home team lender, the local loan officers at MIG are experts in the market. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance, Mortgage Investors Group offers a winning game plan. To get pre-qualified or for information about our locations across Tennessee, visit MIGonline.com. Equal housing lender, license 109111. Hey, Tennessee fans, there's a new player in town. Your favorite Blue Bunny ice cream is now available in Neyland Stadium and at Thompson Bowling Arena. It's time to sack your sweet tooth with Blue Bunny. Made in the ice cream capital of the world, Blue Bunny offers more than 500 varieties of ice cream and novelties. Look for your favorite Blue Bunny products at participating retailers across the state or at concession stands inside Neyland Stadium and Thompson Bowling Arena. Sack your sweet tooth with Blue Bunny. This season, get an assist from the coldest player off the bench, Dos Equis Cerveza. There's simply no substitute. Dos Equis has been crafting its famous beer for as long as the Vols have been shooting hoops. We're talking over a century of game day greatness. That's tradition you can taste. Dos Equis, good from the opening tip. Distributed across Big Orange Country by Cherokee Distributing, who remind you to please enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Crescent Austin. All right, welcome back to the show. I want to remind fans at VolWallArt.com, the official online photo store of the Vols, wants to help you deck your walls for the Vols this holiday season. Visit VolWallArt.com right now for their Beyond Black Friday sale. Enjoy 30% off your purchase. Simply enter at GBO30 at checkout. That's VolWallArt.com, your source for exclusive UT Athletics prints, canvases, and posters. AP, we, um, we're going to try to catch up with Morvin Joseph here in a little bit. Key signing for the Vols in this first early signing period. Uh, Ed's pass rusher. And I tell you what, the more the game changes, the more you can't have enough of those guys. And uh, 
you know, we, we talked a little bit about this class in the first segment. And you talk about a lot of times when you hear they got a team gets faster, it gets more speed, you think of skill guys. But having speed off the edge, having guys, linebacker that can make plays in space, um, safeties, corners that can make up for mistakes, it, it, it's so much at times it's more than just a receiver or a running back that can make. It's, it's speed all over the field, well, and that's where the best teams have it. And, and it's the one spot Tennessee needed to shore up in this defense because you look at what they've done this year defensively. It's been quite impressive down the stretch, but they needed guys to come off the edge, and that's where we're joined by the cream of this 2020 class, and that's Morvin Joseph out of Lakeland, Florida. Morvin, good Sunday evening to you, and uh, just take us through what the uh, the last uh, you know three or four days have been like since you've uh, signed with Tennessee. I mean, it's been, it's been pretty good. What, when you took that trip to Florida State, you know, the last weekend before the early signing period began, kind of take me through that trip. What was going through your mind? Was it just kind of go over there and, and meet the new coaches, or did you give them a le- legitimate shot? When did you know Tennessee was it for you? I mean, I knew like a couple of weeks before signing and Florida State had came in and said, just take the last trip. And I was like, I'm going to just take it and see how I feel about it. After the trip, it was, like, it was pretty hard, but I already knew where I was going with So when, when you kind of come to a decision and you knew it was Tennessee a couple of weeks ago, what were the key factors yeah. for you? What you know, was it? Was it Jeremy Pruitt? Was it Derek Ansley? What, you know, I, know, I know Chris Rump was very key in your recruitment. Uh, yeah. Just take me through what they told you defensively and how they feel like you can be a playmaker on this uh, on this team. I mean, they just told me they would be. They was just straight up with me and saying I would come in and impact the team early and just work hard and I can start early or get on the field early. Hey, Morgan, it's Chris Lowe with ESPN. We appreciate you joining us tonight. I, uh, You know, when you look at Tennessee's program and, and you choose to sign here, you can sign just about anywhere you wanted to. How, how big a part of your decision was being part of that class or that group of players that helped get Tennessee back to a championship level? I mean, I was just looking for, like, everything I was looking for, Tennessee had it. And one big thing, important about for me, it was um, family and, like, the relationship with the coaches. So I feel comfortable. So I just followed my heart and just went there. You know, every, you know, I, I cover football for a long time. You, you talk to guys who rush the passer and come off the edge. They, they all, in some way, shape, or form, want to model their game after somebody else. Who have you sort of modeled your game as? When you study other players, whether it's guys in the, in the pro game, guys in the collegiate game right now, who do you watch and who do you want to sort of model your game after? Um. I'd say Matt Miller. Any reason why? I mean, it's just like the way he played. I grew up looking up to him, so the way he played, the way he hit the quarterback, the way like he rushed off like the line. That's just how I look at it. Take me through the relationship with Chris Rumpf. What what did he mean to you? And uh, knowing that he'll be a guy that you know will coach you when you get here. How much did that have you know to do with you know your interest in Tennessee? I mean, Coach Rump looked at me as a family, so I had to look at him as a family too. So that's all that matters, you know. So you're a Lakeland guy. Most of the time, Lakeland kids go to Florida and or, or Florida State. You know, this year you had you know Kendall Dennis went to Oklahoma, 
Arian went to Georgia. Obviously, you're to Tennessee. Yeah. You know, just take me through that decision to, you know, kind of leave the state and how you feel like, you know, how how comfortable you were up here. I mean, it was pretty hard leaving the state. I wasn't planning on leaving the state at first. And I visited my offensive Tennessee, uh, you know, opened my eye more. And I was like, it's where I want to be. It just felt right. I had a feeling that I didn't have in Florida State and Florida. Marvin, you know, you, you look at recruiters and, and schools that recruit right around the country, and almost invariably it's the players on the team who sort of make the difference. When you were here at Tennessee, did you did you sort of feel that, that camaraderie among the players and, and the way that they sort of sold this program and this university? Uh, yes, sir. Everything the coaches told me, everything like the coaches told me, the, all the coaches – saying like the parents told me the same thing you know i'm gonna work they gonna work me hard but they all it's all love at the end and they're gonna push me to my limit and that's what i want to hear and it's just like family all right morgan so when you came up on your visit you know everybody loves the flash of the recruiting visits and the jerseys and the photo shoots and all that was there one thing about knoxville that surprised you oh that surprised me uh I just say, like, the people up here, it's just so nice. What about the rest of this class, Morvin? You guys put together a, a really promising class of, of guys that, that yes, signed sir. when you did. What about some of those guys? Who are some of those guys that, that I know you guys have probably been in contact and talking, texting, yeah. that kind of thing? Who are some of those guys that you've really gone close with? Uh, I can't. I say Lawrence. I was, you know, he was, I was pretty close up to him. But he was, old, he was on, a, on a visit when I was in my official. You talking about Keyshawn? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. All right, well, we're going to let you participate in this week's Marathon Question of the Week. Want to get a full tank of freedom? Stop by your neighborhood Marathon Station. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. We're up against Christmas, Morvin. What's your favorite yes, Christmas? Sir. What's your favorite Christmas tradition? You know, just you know, just chill with the family. That's really it. That's oh, that's what Christmas is about. You know, you you not, not a big Christmas Carol guy, Mormon? You don't like you don't like oh, seeing Christmas? <laughs> yeah. What, what's your favorite Christmas Carol, Mormon? Uh, I don't even know. To be honest. <laughs> You, you're just afraid we're going to ask you to break out into song here. Yeah, yeah, what you're afraid of, aren't you? <laughs> Mor- Mor- Morvin, you're a bass. You have that deep voice. <laughs> well, listen, man, we really appreciate you uh, joining us tonight on the show. We look forward to watching you play these next few years in Tennessee and getting here on campus. But uh, you have a very Merry Christmas, you and your family, okay? Yes, sir, you too. Hey, Morvin, will you be at the bowl game? Will you come over to Jacksonville? Yeah, I got to. That's home. All right, that sounds good. Morvin yes, Joseph sir. will be in Jacksonville when Tennessee takes on Indiana coming up on the 2nd of January. Morvin, we appreciate it. Have a Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you down the road. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Morvin. That's Morvin Joseph, one of Tennessee's top signees for the class of 2020. Tennessee with four spots left. They'll look to fill out those remaining spots coming up in the February signing period. He is Chris Lowe. I'm Austin Price, live from the Texas Roadhouse in Alcoa. We'll be back with the final segment on the nation right after this. Cherokee Distributing, proud supporter of UT Athletics, wants to remind fans to please drink responsibly. Choose a designated driver 
And remember that 21 means 21. In Big Orange home games this season, enjoy the refreshing starting lineup of Rocky Mountain Cold Coors Light, the championship taste of Dos Equis, Smurdoff Sparkling Seltzer, and Tennessee Brewed Yeehaw at select locations around Thompson Bowling Arena. Right now, you can get five cents off every gallon of fuel every day. That's five cents off every gallon with Make It Count Rewards from Marathon. Plus, you can earn points for additional savings on fuel, airfare, hotels, and more. It's quick and easy to join. Just visit makeitcount.com slash radio or download the free app. So start saving today with Make It Count from Marathon. Offer valid only at participating Marathon locations. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. When it comes to the Big Orange, you want the score to be ahead at the end of the game. The same is true in flooring. That's why you want to trust Frazier's Carpet One. Whether it's carpet, hardwood, luxury vinyl tile, or more. With Frazier's, the score will always be ahead and in your favor. So give us a call at 546-4850. Everything for the floor, from the score you trust more, Frazier's. When Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tunkin founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989, the idea was simple. Help people realize the American dream. 29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing lender. Mortgage License 109111. Cheering on the basketball balls, you can generate a mighty powerful thirst. Be the all-star of your next hoops watch party by passing out some bottle cold Coors Light to your Big Orange teammates. It's the winning edge to any good time in Tennessee. Two great things that were made great for each other. Rocky Top and Rocky Mountain Cold Coors Light. Great beer, great responsibility. Distributed across Big Orange Country by Cherokee Distributing. Who remind you when you crack open a cold Coors Light, remember to celebrate responsibly. And as always, 21 means 21. This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Chris and Austin. All right, welcome back to The Nation, our final segment tonight here at the Alcoa Texas Roadhouse. As I said earlier, an all-star lineup in the house tonight. We've got the whole Lyford family, the Lyford girls, Thomas Lyford, who uh, makes the show go. Of course, his dad, our ace engineer, producer, Jay. But when Thomas is in the house, man, you can always – bet it's just going to go smoothly got former Farragut soccer standout Elizabeth Everling in the house tonight looks like she's having a uh what a t-bone or a big ribeye over there but uh, always also, good also bud from Wartburg Larry from Sweetwater and, <laughs> and Austin Price Nancy from Nolansville but always good to be here with our friends at Alcoa at the Texas Roadhouse it's as I said rainy outside but um by the way if we can get Thomas next year to just shave his head he could be his dad for Halloween it's legitimate. I mean, like, he, he, you know, Jay cannot deny Thomas. I mean, spitting image. <laughs> but uh, I want to thank uh, Mormon Joseph for checking in last segment. As oh, you, yeah. As you said, a, uh, he's a grown man. And, and the kind of guys, you know, there's, there's get off the bus kind of guys. When a guy like that he's gets getting off, off early, <laughs> you know, you're recruiting the right, you're swimming in the right waters. Okay, you well, those and, and again, when Tennessee, when Tennessee started to turn the corner, this past year, where did they do it? They did it up front on the offensive line and did it up front on the defensive line. And that, that's two areas that Jeremy and them have targeted in recruiting. Even if they've not landed the top shelf guys, they have, they have coached up and developed 
players uh, on the line of scrimmage, and I think it's been really impressive. You know, I, I told Coach Pruitt the other day, you know, for all the talk, you know, you know, the, everybody always wants to tout, you know, Derek Anzler, you know, Jeremy Pruitt, they coached Minka Fitzpatrick or Eddie Jackson. Those guys are great. But I think it's way more impressive with what they did with a guy like Nigel Warrior, which he's not line of scrimmage. I'm just saying, like, the development of guys. Nigel Warrior was an afterthought when it comes to all SEC teams. Mm-hmm. He was first-team all-conference, Chris. I mean, that says a lot about this staff and what they've gotten done and, and a huge job by Nigel of buying in and just going to work. Well, and, and then guys that that had not really done much, like a Matthew Butler. Or Nigel Warrior. Yeah. I mean, that's another perfect but example. in the line of scrimmage, Matthew Butler on the yeah. defensive line. Now, I'm a little bit biased. His, his cousin, Anthony Richardson, a.k.a. Slim Dog, played basketball here in the uh, in the 80s. We were classmates and good buddies, and he was in town for the re- reunion. Anthony was a few weeks ago, and uh, Coach Fulmer was there and was, was bragging on how much Matthew had improved. But that's a credit, A, to Matthew to hanging in there, okay, and buying in the coach and going to practice. And the coaches, it's it seeing, hey, this, this is a guy that really we hadn't gotten a whole lot out of, but we yeah. see it in him. Let's bring it out of him, and they're able to do that. I mean, that's in this league, you, you, you want to sign four- and five-star guys, but sometimes it's those guys that come on to campus and it takes them a while to sort of get it and buy in. But once they get it, once they get to be juniors and seniors, that you get the kind of year they have out of that kind of kid. And, you, and you're right. The same with a kid like Nigel Warrior, who was a little bit more highly recruited. Yes, more highly recruited. But, but from a standpoint of, like, you know, had not lived up to the hype. Right. But this year was had a, a phenomenal year. And, and I think would we'll be the first to tell you this staff really got the most out of him, got the best out of him. And, uh, you know, Tennessee will roll down to Jacksonville uh, against Indiana with a, an all-conference safety. And, uh, you know, just – uh, a, a football team that, while beat up in a couple of areas, specifically up front, because you know they lost a couple of kids to transfer: Marcus Tatum, Ryan Johnson, Brandon Kennedy. You know they're not going to say it, but he's unlikely to play. They're going to get in there and evaluate him in Jacksonville. Um, you know, I, it's a football team though that's totally going in the right direction. Can win this game, finish the year eight and five, and uh, if they do that, then that would put Jeremy one game above five hundred. For his coaching career, to this point, he is a uh, twelve and twelve, and generate a lot of momentum around the program as they go into the off season, the second signing period. Uh, it's a uh, I, I, again, I had to spend some time with Jeremy last week, and I tell you, he, he really liked the way this team has prepared their bowl prep to this point, the way they practice, their focus, and the the, the enthusiasm. I think you look at the the players and the, and the team and the coaches, the fan base. This is this is not. Some some schools, let's be honest, with the way the playoff now is infiltrated, it, it's everything's focused on the playoff. Some schools sort of take for granted bowl games and bowl appearances. I don't think I don't think this Tennessee team and this staff, by any stretch of the man, or this fan base, is going to take for granted this appearance down in the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville. No, I, I think they're they're super excited. I think this for this senior group, you know, this is a chance to. To go off in style for the young group, you know, the guys like Henry and Kavars Crouch, Wanye Morris, Darnell Wright. Um, it's a chance to kind of start your, you know, freshman year or end your freshman year, start your career off with, you know, a solid bowl game and build on it from there. I mean, again, a year from now, and I'm, you're going to replace a lot of production is the best way to put it. I mean, when you look at Callaway, you look at Jennings, obviously you're going to lose Dom Wood Anderson, who showed flashes at times. 
you're going to have to replace Daniel Batuli, Daryl Taylor, Nigel Warrior. But there's enough young talent there, and the way the, the, the conference schedule is slated with Georgia no longer being right there in the middle of the gauntlet and shifting to the end of the year, into November, and Missouri and Georgia flip-flopping, um, that, you know, if Tennessee were to come, somehow find a way at home to beat Florida early, they're probably going to play well into the conference season with a chance to win the, to win the division. I want to congratulate Trey Smith for a couple reasons. He had a terrific, certainly a terrific close of the For being season. a great human being. And just, you know, when you represent a school as a coach, as an AD, and you're out there and you're looking to bring you know, kids on your campus, he's exactly in every facet what you're looking for. Great football player, great representative of the university, a guy that gives back, has given way more than he's taken in the community, on campus was recently named in the last few days um, AP, one of the finalists for the Jason Witten Collegiate Man of the Year Award, which encompasses everything. And I've had a chance last year to go down and spend some time with Trey uh, down with the homeless here in Knoxville, fed the homeless, going to do it again this year, been very instrumental and involved in programs and and gathering coats as as the weather turns cold for people uh, that don't have them. But uh, his dad, Henry, and, and his mother, his sister, Ashley, his mother, watching down and smiling down with pride I now from heaven on, on what Trey has accomplished here and the way he's come back. Think about what that young man has gone through. Lost his mom before he was finished with high, high school. Diagnosed is what his second year with blood yeah. clots in his lungs. And now he is here. And, again, people, this is coming from people who know a whole lot more about offensive line play than I do. The last half of the season, you can count on one hand how many interior offensive linemen have been better and more dominant than he has. And here he is now, going to make a decision. And he told me when I talked to him this week that he really just doesn't want anything to interfere with this bowl game and this final game. Uh, he, he does not want to talk about, you know, where he's going to go, what he's going to do as far as the NFL is concerned. Wants to play this game, and then he'll get it. He'll make that decision. But uh, has a decision to make, and we'll see what he does. But regardless of whether he's back for another year or he goes to the NFL, what a first-class representative he's been at the University of Tennessee in every way. Yeah, I mean, he's been outstanding, uh, you know, and, and even when all with some of the, you know, trials and tribulations he's had to deal with, has always maintained a positive attitude, has always maintained a bigger picture outlook on everything. I mean, you know, a year ago he had football taken away from him. So he goes and, and, and he starts, the, the you know, as you talked about, the clothing drive. I mean, just a little stuff like that. I mean, you, you could go to your room, you could sit there and sulk and talk about, Woe is me, and, and, you know, he's not done that. And this year, you know, he, he's tasked with having to go through this weird deal where he doesn't really practice, and he plays. And the first month of play was really kind of like training camp for him. And then all of a sudden he really kind of started to get traction. And then you start adding in, like, Wanye Morris is growing up beside of him at tackle. And he's a positive influence on Wanye. Darnell Wright on the other side. K. Ron Calvert. Guy like Jerome Carvin, right guard opposite Trey, um, you know, it's he to me he's had a huge impact whether he plays his last game coming up in Jacksonville or he sticks around for another year. He's had a an immense impact on so many of those kids over there on that team, both guys that are seniors and guys that are freshmen. Yeah, no, no question. It's amazing when you look at how well he's played because, listen, to be good in football, you got to play football. you got to practice. you got to block. you got to tackle. And, and he's had very little – contact practices and yet he's just gotten better and better which again says a lot about 
his commitment, he's he's become, he, he told me, even better student of the game and his extra film work and just to be there and never lose faith. Because he told me, he said, Chris, I didn't want to just come back and play football. I want to come back and play an elite level. And yeah. I think he's certainly on that tra- trajectory now. AP, always good to catch up. Thanks to, to all our guests tonight, Mormon Joseph, Rob Lewis of AllQuest. Uh, we want to wish everybody out there, you and your family, a very Merry Christmas, a very safe, happy holiday. Spend time with friends, and uh, we appreciate you spending part of your Sunday night with us. We will not be on next Sunday. We'll skip next Sunday. We'll be on the following Sunday. Again, Merry Christmas, everybody, and we'll see you in two weeks. You've been listening to The Nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and VolQuest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse. Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group. Celebrating 30 years and the number one lender in the state of Tennessee. Learn more at MIGonline.com. By Texas Roadhouse. Your home for legendary food and legendary service. 12 area East Tennessee restaurants. By Marathon. Discover how a full tank of freedom from marathon will take you wherever you go marathon fueling the american spirit by tennessee lasik associates proud supporter of the tennessee volunteers see the difference with tennessee lasik by blue bunny ice cream available in neyland stadium and thompson bowling arena and by dosekis the official beer sponsor of the college football playoff keep it interessante and please enjoy dosekis responsibly distributed across the volunteer state by cherokee distributing The Nation is also brought to you by... Join us again next Sunday across the Volunteer State. For more news on college sports and the SEC, this is The Nation signing off.